Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode 23 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I am your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me. All right, this week, super fun episode. Today, I interviewed Sarah Bonche of the Another Mother Runner website and podcast. Sarah is a co-founder along with Dimity McDowell of Another Mother Runner, which is an online community that supports and motivates women to get moving and take care of themselves in a very positive and inclusive way. Uh, it started back in 2010 when they had their first book released, which was called Run Like a Mother. Since then, they've had two other books released, Train Like a Mother and Tales of a Mother Runner. Uh, and they have a very active online community. They also have training programs available through the Train Like a Mother Club. I had fantastic fun interviewing Sarah as I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, I have followed them since the very beginning, um, and they have been along with me on many a long run, so I've had them talking in my ears. And back in 2016, I actually got the chance to go to one of their retreats, which I was super excited to go to. Uh, at that point, I was quite burnt out. I just really feel I felt I needed a break and to just get away. And the idea of going and just talking about running for an entire weekend uh, sounded blissful to me. I, running is one of those things I can run geek out uh, happily <laughs> in great detail. If, if you ever have a chance to talk to me, if you run and you want to talk about running, I can talk for hours. Uh, anyways, super excited to go. So I so felt I just needed it. Like I was desperate to leave. And then what happened is we went out to the airport. My friend Jody and I, who was going on the retreat with me, went to the airport and the airport's computers had all crashed. They None of the flights could go out because none of the computers were working and they had no way of rebooking us flights. And so we are in Prince George in northern BC. The uh, retreat was in Spokane, so it was already going to be a full day of flying and there was no way that we were going to make our connections. We spent some hours on the phone, two different cell phones, trying to get a hold of airlines and figure out an alternative plan. Like I said, I was so desperate, like just canceling the trip was not an option. I was going and I was excited. And so ultimately, starting at 11 a.m., I convinced Jody that we were going to drive from Prince George to Spokane. And we hopped in the vehicle and we drove. And the way I got her to do it was reminding her that we would then have a vehicle to go to Target with and we could shop unlimitedly at Target versus if we were flying. But it turned out to be a fantastic weekend. It was so much fun. It was great meeting Sarah and Dimity in person and getting to participate in the activities. And it is such an honor that Sarah was willing to come on the podcast to be interviewed. Uh, so here's the interview and I hope that you really enjoy it. All right. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. So I have, this is, I was just saying before we went live that I'm actually feeling a little bit nervous because I have followed you guys, you being you and your partner, Dimity, since the beginning. So around 
the time I had my twins, I read your the original article in Runner's World that you guys had about running the San Francisco Marathon. And then I bought your book and then I started listening to your podcast and have been for, I guess, now nine years. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm just delighted. That that really uh, makes me so happy. Yeah, that um, you're going old school. So you're an, you're an OG mother runner. Thank you. <laughs> I'm an OG. Some days more than others. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how old are your twins? Uh, they're, they turn nine uh, this next month. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah mine are uh, turned 14 this summer. So nice. um, yeah, good times. Good times. So what, uh, what we are planning on talking about is um, because this podcast is focused on people working on weight stuff, but talking about, okay, how do you, if you're starting from the beginning, so, you know, you haven't been working out or exercising regularly, how do you kind of start and, and how do you make it work? Is essentially the big overall topics that we are going to cover. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to say that I think the important things are to remember to start slowly and to give yourself a lot of grace and mm-hmm. that, you know, um, a lot of the women listening are, you know, know this professionally, but they need to bring that same knowledge and um, latitude to themselves when they're doing things personally and that, you know, they can maybe tell their clients one thing or their patients one thing, and then maybe they're stricter on themselves or more demanding of themselves. And I think it's so important, no matter where people are starting from or what their background is, to just really take it one day at a time and to um, have a lot of forgiveness for yourself. And I think that's huge because we, as a profession, generally are perfectionists. And I think often a lot of women just are. And Mm so, you know, you often have that, and I've done this so many times in my running where you're like, well, I should be doing this. It should be faster. And then that's where you you get injured or you don't enjoy it. Well, well, that's, well, and that's the thing because I know that my husband doesn't work out and he would always be like, okay, I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start working out six days a week. I'm like, well, that's totally unrealistic, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you're setting yourself up for failure. And so to just set the bar um, I don't want to say low, but set it attainable. And so that you can clear it because there's such um, a, you know, sense of fulfillment and accomplishment when you can meet the goals that you set out for yourselves. And so just set attainable goals along the way, you know, builds up a sense of success and it builds up true success, but then also that you do not want to get injured because that just puts you back to square one or even behind that. And that if you, you know, it just, oh, I, I have been injured and certainly my business partner, Dimity, has been injured far more than her fair share of times. And it just, it's no fun. And if you don't already have that love and burning desire to be running, then there's not a whole lot of motivation to get better so that you can get back out there. Uh, yeah, I think that's huge too. And if the whole time that you, up till the point where you injure yourself, if you're pushing yourself further than you needed to, so it hurt, or, you know, I say hurt in the, like, uncomfortable running aspect the entire time, then it, it that's where I think running gets a really bad rap. Of, oh, that sure. That's a horrible thing to do to yourself. Right. Exactly. That, that, well, why do you like it? You must be a, a nut job for thinking that that's enjoyable. So you have to approach it at where you're at in your life 
the pace you're at, the distance, the frequency, whatever it is, and then look for the things that can make it enjoyable on top of not pushing so hard that it feels uncomfortable to the point where it's detrimental to your enjoyment of it, but also then look for things that are going to make you enjoy it so that I love being outside. That is one of my top three reasons for running. And so, you know, I try to look around like the other day I was running by myself. So I look around at all the amazing blooming trees that are out right now and think like, oh, I love this. I'm so lucky to be outside in this green wonderland of Portland, Oregon. And, or, you know, maybe you have to run at a time of day when you can't be outside. So then use that as your time, you know, so you're on a treadmill. So, oh my gosh, I can finally watch Fleabag and Killing Eve, you know? So, um, you know, so, so put in little tantalizing things and, and stop to tell yourself, I'm choosing to do this and look, I'm actually enjoying this. Even if it is just the fact that you love Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Fleabag, you know? So like whatever, whatever it is, whatever enjoyment you're going to get out of it, um, kind of tell yourself in the moment, that, oh, there's a part of this that I'm enjoying, that, I, that this isn't torture, this isn't something I have to do, this is something I get to do. Yeah, all about the mindset. I think another enjoyable thing, especially when we're busy mothers, is uh, if you run with friends, mm-hmm. it, it can be one of the few times in your week where you actually get, you know, a half hour or, you know, maybe longer as you progress of uninterrupted time talking with your friends. Oh, exactly. And also, I mean, so yesterday I had lunch with this woman who lives here in Portland. She's in the running industry. So it was kind of a business lunch. But at the time I thought, oh my gosh, I really like this woman, Wendy. I wish she lived closer to me because then we could go running together because how often do you carve out time for a new friend in your life as a grown-up? And so, you know, I mean, the friendship I have with Molly, my best running friend, is so deep and so profoundly important to me. It would never have gotten to this space if we weren't out there running alongside of each other, talking, seeing each other multiple times a week instead of like, oh yeah, great. We had, you know, drinks in, in February. Well, maybe we can go eat dinner at that new outdoor patio restaurant in July. You know, what type of friendship gets built on four t- seeing each other four times a year or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so when you say start with where you're at, what would be your like really concrete tips for somebody who's never tried it or tried it and had bad experiences? What are your concrete tips for how do you actually get started? Yeah, so you have to remember that running is a progression. And we don't use the term jogging. So but that, that it's a progression from walking up to, you know, whatever pace running you want to do so that when if we say start out with 20 minutes, we're not talking go out there and run continuously for 20 minutes. We're saying decide, you know, based on your fitness level, based on your comfort level, maybe that is walking for four minutes and running whatever pace that is for you for one minute and then do that four times. So, you know, five times four is 20. So, you know, so that then, and maybe you do that for, two, three weeks until you start feeling a little maybe antsy at that three minute mark of walking. And so then you switch it over to three minutes walking, two minutes of running. And then you do that for a little bit. And then maybe you say, okay, well now I'm going to make it to 25 minutes or I'm going to make it to 30 minutes and gradually shift it over from to be more, if you want, you can always just stick it walk running. You know, a lot of people complete races or do the distance that they want to do mixing walking running so there's no there's never a point that you know to be a runner or to be successful how you define it in your running that you have to do all running but 
you know, if you want to be able to get the most bang for your workout buck, it certainly does help to be able to, if you're, if you have 30 minutes to be able to run that whole 30 minutes. So if that's your goal, just keep, you know, kind of cutting back on the amount of time you walk and up increasing the amount of time that you run and, you know, letting yourself get there and don't pray, place any pressure on yourself for what pace you're going. And um, if you're in it and you've set out to do, let's say you're down to two minutes walk, three minutes run. Well, in one day it starts to feel, you know, well, oh, gosh, that three minutes really just stretches on and on. Well, then switch it up, go back to what you want. You know, there's, you want to come back from each run feeling like you could do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the, uh, sorry, just totally mind blanked in the middle of my sentence. Uh, <laughs> the, I think it's important to know that that progression can be a very long time, right? Like, because the problem is in our brains, you're like, our brains are like, okay, yeah, you know, yesterday I ran for two minutes. So today I'm going to run for three. Whereas, you know, maybe it's weeks that you need to be at one level of that for. Um, Precisely. Yeah, exactly. And there's, there's no pressure. There's no right or wrong way to do this, except to take it slow, to back off when it feels too exertional. You know, obviously you need to feel, you know, medical professionals certainly know how your cardio system gets stronger, how, you know, your muscles get and joints and, you know, ligaments and all that stuff get, and I'm not a doctor, um, get, you know, accustomed to that, to the, um, you know, challenges that we place on it, the demands that we place on it. So there's a fine line between making it so that it actually starts to build you your fitness in the right direction, but also not about doing it too hard. So yeah, so if it's feeling too challenging or something starts to creak or twinge or, you know, you get a little spasm, whatever, you know, back it off and just, you know, know that you're, you're doing something good for yourself because you're also building. So let's say you intended to, you're at, I don't know, a two, three, you know, two minute walking, three minute running and you're coming off a cold or something like that. So it doesn't feel like the right choice to be making, but getting out there and doing it, you're building that habit that, you know, that practice of, of exercising because, you know, it takes, it's like teaching your kids how to, you know, like cauliflower, you know, it takes a number of times of putting it in front of them to get them. So they'll put it in their mouth and swallow it. So it's the same thing with running, you know, that you have to make it a habit. And so that you know that, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, that's your jam. That's what you're doing. And I remember when I was getting back to running after my third kid, and that was when I really, truly got back to actually doing it consistently. That's what I would tell myself when it was uncomfortable, when I was thinking I should be doing it faster or go longer or that sort of stuff. I would just keep saying, I'm just being consistently consistent. Nice. Consistently being consistent. (laughs) <laughs> and, it, and it got me there eventually you know then I could do it all but it, it that was the first time where I really slowed myself down and then was able to get there without injuring myself in the process yeah sure I love that I also love that as a mantra you know like that could also be one of those things that kind of like is a loop in your head that <laughs> no it works for a lot of stuff the cauliflower too consistently yeah. be consistent <laughs> I think we need shirts that say that. Yeah, totally. You, you can put it in the another Mother Runner store. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so do you have tips, like when your brain starts to get in your way, like thinking that, you know, this isn't enough, I'm not fast enough comparing to your neighbor or your friend or the person that passes you, 
like when you're running and the old man passes you, <laughs> which has happened to me, guys. Uh, any tips on that? Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, first of all, you have to remind yourself that you never know what is going on in somebody else's life situation. So that, you know, that maybe that person is doing a speed workout. Maybe that person is, you know, has been doing this for a really long time. Maybe that person is, I don't know, just going all out for a hundred yards and they happen to, you happen to be in that hundred yards. And also that, you know, that, that you have to remember that there's so many things going on in our own lives that are, that add to the fatigue and the stress and all that stuff is, uh, as Dimity likes to say in the train, like a mother club, stress is stress. And so maybe you were on call for 24 hours the night before. Maybe, you know, your kid was up with, you know, I don't know, a bad cough the night before, whatever it was. And so all those things add up. So again, be kind to yourself and just say, I am here now. And this is, this is where I'm at. And just, you know, try to look inward instead of comparing yourselves outward. Also, I mean, we were joking about, you know, consistently being consistent. Mantras do work wonders. So, you know, mm -hmm. find a phrase that really literally speaks to you. Say it in your head or sometimes say it out loud, you know, and that, um, you know, I've got this, I'm crushing this, I feel strong, stay strong, you know, whatever resonates with you and, you know, so during that, let's say you're doing three minutes walking, two minutes running, you know, just, you know, stay strong, stay strong, stay strong as you're going along. Um, I also find music, huge motivator for me personally, gets mm -hmm. you out of your own head, um, you know, put on a peppy playlist if, if that's what's going to help, you know, you pick it up and start running, you know, when like, oh, couldn't I just walk for another minute, you know, like, okay, here, now, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, Ariana Grande's on, you know, that's going to get me, you know, shaking my moneymaker and running faster. Um, listening to, you know, enjoyable podcasts, something like that. But I do find that the spoken word slows me down a little bit sometimes. So, so music is a huge motivator. Um, you know, we talked about going out with a friend. So maybe you have a friend that's a, a little bit faster and just having them support you and kind of offer you encouragement. You know, I, I like to, you know, toss out words of encouragement, you know, you know, come on, stick with me, you know, whatever it is. And so being in it together helps a lot. Um, and, you know, surrounding yourself with safe people. Um, also, if you're prone to judging yourself, be on a treadmill, because you don't know that they're, the treadmill itself isn't moving forward. You're all just going this, you know, and, and just put a towel over the, the re, if you're at a club, put a towel over the readout and, you know, just do your own thing. That's a great tip. What about the people that, because um, this is common too, where people who have some weight that they're wanting to lose or feel that they want to lose, um, feel they shouldn't be running either, you know, either that it would be bad for them to run or that sense that everybody's going to be watching me mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I shouldn't be out there uh, sure. running. Yeah. I mean, I think that is so unfortunate that that we do get in our heads maybe what the what an ideal runner looks like mm -hmm. and i think you know so that that person's super you know i'm i'm very tall uh i think you know that the a true runner is you know short very petite very slight you know that sort of thing and it's like you know 
no, that's, that's one body type. Maybe that's the type that is going to win Olympic medals, but I'm not out to win an Olympic medal. And so I think reminding yourself that runners come in all shapes and sizes and you just need to go watch a race, stand on the sidelines. You know, if your, your colleague from work is in a race, your spouse, your kids, whoever it is, stand on those sidelines and you will be reminded that runners come in all shapes and sizes and that people that you think maybe wouldn't be going at a, you know, a healthy clip, they are out there, you know, passing the little tiny chicks who look like they would be Olympic medalists. And that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that strong and fit comes in many different shapes and sizes. And I think they're the slowly, but surely the public is learning to accept that to be the truth and offering wider um, size range of apparel, different, you know, widths of shoes in stores rather than having to order them online, you know, um, bigger bra sizes, whatever it is. So really get comfortable in your apparel and maybe that means, you know, some women are, un- they think they're, you know, their booty's too big, you know, whatever it is. So wear a pair of capris with a built-in skirt over it or, um, you know, okay, so I, I never run in just a bra top, you know, <laughs> so, so, and it took me a while. I, I am very self-conscious of my upper arms and Dimity, my business partner, we were shopping at Anthropology, so we were not shopping for workout clothes. And I kept on trying on short sleeve shirts. And she's like, Sarah, why don't you try on tank tops? I'm like, oh, I don't like my firm. She's like, Sarah, sometimes showing things off draws less attention to them. I'm like, huh. And so I now have no short sleeve running shirts. I only either have long sleeve for in the wintertime or tank tops. And yeah, you know, sometimes I get some chafing under the armpits, but <laughs> other than that. And so really get comfortable in the clothes you're wearing and, you know, if, if you still want to feel, you know, you still are feeling a little self-conscious about things, you know, pink's your favorite color. Get a really awesome pink shirt. Get a really great pink hat. You know, get that skirt with black, you know, get black capris, you know, hot pink skirt over it. Something like that so that you feel kind of snappy, kind of sassy in your own way. And just rock it, you know, mm-hmm. that, that because also the thing is, you remind yourself that like less than 1% of the population is out there doing it. So, so the person who drives by you, they've got their hand in a bag of Cheetos and who are they to judge you? you know? That's really true. And they're probably not, right? Like, Yo, oh, people are so in their own heads. Yeah, they're totally. thinking they're having a bad hair day or, you know, my gosh, their boyfriend just broke up with them and, you know, oh, he was right for doing it. You know, they just are, we're all so consumed with our own inner dramas and dialogues that we are really not judging and seeing what the other people out there are. Or they're thinking like, if, when I run past runners, uh, my thought is, oh, I wish I could be doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Or, or oh, I mean, dang it, I should be doing that right now. Right. right. I mean, there's even days, you know, like that I'll go running in the morning and it's overcast, it's dark, maybe it's raining a little bit. And then I'll see somebody at two o'clock and by then the sun's come out and, you know, it's, it's super cheery and everything. And I'm like, oh, I want to go back out there again. Well, you know, life has taken over. I'm not going to, but you know, it's, it's good to feel a little bit of envy when you see somebody out there enjoying being active and part of the world. Totally. And I think back to your thing about a proper apparel as somebody with a larger on the top situation going on, mm-hmm. uh, like a good sports bra mm-hmm. and they, they are out there, but one that truly locks you down makes a yep. world of difference for comfort. 
It most certainly does because, yeah. you know, so a solid, you know, great pair, well-fitted shoes and well-fitting supportive bra. And then we can all use a little body glide here and there. So, um, yeah. And I was yeah. going to talk about, um, that was later on my list of questions, but like the uh, chafing is a real situation for any size runner, which oh my goodness, is important sure. for saying, you know, for people who might feel that it might just be related to their size, but so body glide, mm -hmm. um, any other tips? Yeah. So, I mean, um, look for, I mean, there's a lot of, look for tags that aren't you know, little pieces of paper or little, you know, fabric tags look for kind of built in, you know, like in the back of a bra, if it'll say, you know, 38 double D, like if it's stamped on there instead of this little tag that's hanging there, that's going to help, um, you know, move your arms, your, you know, kind of take some practice strides when you're in a dressing room or if you order things online and they come to your house, you know, kind of stand there in front of the mirror and see what's going to rub. And if you think, mm, I don't know, you know, this is kind of bunching up, this is kind of rubbing funny then don't buy it because it's only going to get worse as the, as you put in the miles and, you know, some heat enters into the equation, some moisture, you know, that whole thing. But yeah, body glide, you can't use too much body glide. Vaseline is useless. So do, you know, despite people handing it out at races, it is useless. So there's a lot of different products. I mean, um, uh, gosh, gold bond. I actually really like, I can't, it's embarrassing to say, I can't remember the name of it. Gold bond makes a really good anti-chafing product. Um, you know, kind of just go on Amazon and, and Google anti-chafing products. And um, we have a lot of um, threads on the Another Mother on our Facebook page or on our website about, you know, products that people that work for them. A lot of people find ones from the biking world, like those, the chamois butt, chamois butter, mm -hmm. um, you know, the monkey. I can't, it's embarrassing. I can't remember the name of some of these products, but, you know, ask for tips from people, ask for tips at a uh, running source and try a lot of products because they they do vary. I met a woman recently who said she has a permanent scar right under her bra line from, from the constant chafing. And what she uses is a silicone spray that bikers, that, um, tr sorry, triathletes use to get in and out of their wetsuits. So, mm -hmm. and I met a, met a woman who actually had had breast augmentation, same thing. She had a scar in almost the same place. And she said the same thing that she uses a spray on product. Mm -hmm. So- and just yeah. to kind of take a step back for the people who are total beginners, uh, so Body Glide and these products are basically look like a deodorant stick deodorant. or a cream, and you rub it in anywhere where you think skin's going to rub together. Uh, exactly. So like underarms, between legs, mm -hmm. uh, underwear lines oh. if you're wearing underwear. Yeah, well, the the solution that is don't wear underwear. <laughs> totally, it's uh, like this is if you listen to their podcast, there's a lot of episodes about <laughs> to wear underwear, not to wear underwear. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, also, I mean, uh, the I get I sometimes get chafing along. I have kind of um, large traps, so um, along my neck where my bra strap meets mm. kind of is on my shoulder slash meets my neck, uh, you know, uh, where the bra hook and loop closure is on the back. You know, you really can't overdo it on yeah. anti-chafing products because I can't tell you how many marathons I've done where in the final miles, all I can think about is the chafing spot. Like that, the race that kicked this, this whole party off, Nike Women's, I had such bad upper thigh chafing, such bad chub rub that it's all I could think about. I mean, here I was in beautiful San Francisco and I'm like, my upper thighs are killing me. And so since then I have, that was, I think that was marathon number four. And I've since done 10 more and I only wear capris in them. 
no matter what temperature it is, I have done, I did Boston when it was 90, I was wearing capris because I just, upper thigh rub, chub rub is just agony. That's horrible. And then there's the shower afterwards, right? Oh, (laughs) there's the, hey, I escaped it. I didn't get it. Yeah. (laughs) The The water hits it. The water hits it. (laughs) Don't worry, family. I have not fallen and (laughs) been concussed. I just experienced chafing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because it's really uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, oh, I'm so dirty and sweaty. But, uh, 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 you know. But hey, we love running. It's a great thing. Get out there and do it. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> hey, it's only it's only skin, you know? Come on. You feel like a real, like a true badass when yes. you get in the shower and you scream. <laughs> yes, it's a bad, they're badges of honor. Yeah. Totally. And then also, I mean, then wear that body. It's not just, you know, I have then worn body glide um, on afterwards because to put on a regular bra then is uncomfortable and so you know another good um two good things for after the fact um aquaphor that you know very um uh, you know it's really thick and goopy and then also um is it lanosin it's the stuff for um you know when you're breastfeeding and it's lanolin yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i find that's really um very soothing and very healing to put on it so that you know, I mean, I, I have certainly put that on my upper arms after, after I've dried off after my shower so that I can kind of then try to live the rest of my day in relative comfort. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about how you fit it in. So in a life that already feels so busy that it doesn't yes. feel like there's much wiggle room, how do you yeah. make space? Yeah, so it often requires setting that alarm earlier than you want. Mm-hmm. And um, but it is so worth it. And you tell yourself that it is so worth it. That, and you remind yourself that energy begets energy. So yes, I realize particularly medical professionals have very, you know, work long hours, have very demanding schedules, but that it's going, that 20 minutes of being outside in the fresh air, you know, being moving is going to make you, give you energy for the day and set you up also to be a healthier person. So therefore you'll have more natural stamina to carry you through your workday. So getting up earlier than you want, lay your clothes out the night before and your shoes and your watch and the banana that you're going to eat before you go out, whatever it is, get it all ready so that you can just boom, get up, get out the door. And uh, so then maybe it's also taking what we call a, a runch, which is running at lunchtime you know, hopefully some um, medical buildings would have showers if that's your thing, or get used to not taking a shower afterward. Because um, active wipes, active, active. Nice, thank you. That's a, wow. You really are loyal. They were a, loyal. a million years ago. <laughs> and then dry shampoo. I happen. My hair actually looks better after um, a couple of days of, of no shampooing it. So. Um, you know, pulling it back into a ponytail if that's if your hair is the length that can be done that. So. Um, a lunch at, you know, a run at lunchtime works. Or, you know, if you have kids after the kids have gone to bed, you know, I personally find it tough to come to at the very end of the workday, try to jam it in between making dinner, you know, dealing with some homework issues, that sort of thing. So, you know, I think I, for me, it's better success to do it would be to do it after the dishes are in the dishwasher and, you know, the kitchen's been cleaned up and some kids are headed to bed, you know, and then, then if you do have a partner in your life to recruit that person 
and to have a sit down with them and tell them what your plan is and get them on board for supporting you. And whether that means doing the homework with helping the kids with the homework while you go to the gym or head out the door for, you know, two, you know, for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. Um, maybe it means having them be on duty in the morning because your kids are too young to be left home alone. But really, I think sometimes we, we just kind of think that people know what, what our plan is, and to, but to spell it out to someone and to let them know how important it is to you and that you want support and that you, um, but having that support means a lot to you. Absolutely. And I'm, um, I'm a morning runner. That's where it's fallen or where I've realized that it falls in my life. And I think like when you say it's worth it, it's totally true. And that the piece for me personally, that is worth it is starting the day with time that is about something that is solely for me mm-hmm. or not a single other person. Nobody else is asking things of me. Mm-hmm. And it's really about me and my own goals and doing something that I find enjoyable. Oh, um, yeah. And, and it's, it's, you know, it is not having to be in front of a screen. It is not having to be on the telephone with people. And it's also, you know, in our long list of things that we need to do, it's so rare that you can really check something off. There's always mm-hmm. another email you can be answering. There's always another, I would assume, you know, patient file to be updated, whatever it is, but to say, go on 20 minute walk, run, check done. And so to start in the plus column before most everybody else is awake is such a positive first step in the day. And it just really kind of sets you up and just, I don't know, there's a certain mm, smug self-satisfaction, you know, that can come from knowing, you know, you're sitting on the bus commuting and everybody else looks like they just pulled their head out of their coffee cup. And, you know, you have a little bit of a sparkle in your eye because you've been up and out. And, And I know that I love when I drive my kids to school and carpool to know, oh, I've already been on this road. You know, I was here on my feet already today. Mm-hmm. Just is, um, it's just, it's gratifying. Yeah. I always, um, for those of you that, that shudder at the idea of waking up, <laughs> uh, Dimity, Sarah's partner has a saying, uh, don't think, just go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much yep. so that you have, I've have a, a set magnet. of tags fr- from it, oh, but, nice. um, that works. Like I talked about that in an earlier episode where I had been out running when it was horribly, horrifically cold when it was still winter. And Mm -hmm. and that's, that's what I think. I'm like, okay, don't think about it. Just go. Just once you're out there, it's better than when you're in bed thinking about it. It sure is. And also, um, you know, that rain never seems quite as um, relentless when you're out in it than when you hear it on your roof. Um, You know, the, the dark is never as, oppressive as it seems when you're in your house is when you get out there same with the the cold cold, the cold exactly you know so and then there's times that you'll be like an hour after you run waiting for the bus or walk into your car whatever you're like oh my gosh it's so cold how was i out here it didn't feel that bad when i was running and i think there's a lot of truth to that and also if you get out there in the morning you're sort of half awake and so (laughs) you know you can't as adult Exactly. Your brain can't process it all. Yeah. 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 Just be careful when you cross the street uh, <laughs> and have some lights, have some lights. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. And run, facing, run or walk facing traffic. Yes. There's my yes. safety. Piece mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, the other piece is just watch. If you are listening to something, there are safe options for 
how to listen so that you're not, uh, your hearing's not blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We love these Bluetooth headphones called Aftershocks and they, they work by, I can speak medically to this, uh, physiologically mm-hmm. to this, they work by bone conduction. So they sit on the work kind of where I say your cheekbones meet your ears. And so they leave your ear holes. I'm sure that's a medical term. Uh, leave your, your ear canals free so that you can hear upcoming traffic. You can hear, um, you know, animals approaching. You can hear people yelling stuff in a race. You can hear people cheering for you. If you're pushing a stroller, you can hear your little passenger saying stuff, you know, mom, I want more Cheerios, you know, whatever it is. So anyway, those are aftershocks. Yeah, we have, I have those and love them. They're, I run where there's bears. And so that's why I bought them because at dark, I was always wondering what was behind me. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Oh my goodness. Wow. And so having, knowing if something starts to snarl, I'll know. (laughs) You'll have advance notice before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bear attacks. They're so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Just like chafing. Um, All right. Any, any other sort of, you know, last, last tips or words of wisdom that you would want to pass on? Yeah. So I, I, um, have the luxury or the curse. I'm not sure which it is to have a desk job. And I think, and, but my running partner is a veterinarian, so a doctor for animals. And so she has to be on her feet a lot. And I think about professions that have to be on their feet a lot. And I think that must be at an additional layer of challenge. And so um, I think about, you know, wearing compression socks during the work day so that it, you know, keeps those, keeps the blood moving, makes your lower legs feel a little better, whether you've already gone on your run that morning or whether you're wanting to, you know, go out and walk run in the evening. Um, Epsom salts can be quite enjoyable, whether you just soak your feet or whether you actually take a bath in it. Proper footwear, you know, I mean, you see so many nurses wearing you know, dance, go clogs, that sort of thing. You know, I, I think, um, uh, you know, it's not the time to be vain and be wearing, you know, pointy, pointy toed, two inch heel, you know, boots at work, that sort of thing that you, you make some compromises by being a runner, being an aspirational runner or a walker. And I think wearing super fashionable footwear all the time is one of those concessions. Um, so, and also the importance of, of getting quality sleep when you get it. So, you know, turn off the screen. You don't need to watch that extra, you know, episode of The Crown when it comes back on Netflix, you know, whatever it is, just kind of chill out in the evening so that you can go to sleep. And then because that alarm is going to go probably earlier than you want to go off. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Here's a secret is it's easier to wake up early when you don't stay up late. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and uh, maybe only have one glass of wine or, you know, one IPA instead of having two of them, because that, you know, obviously yeah. does disrupt your sleep and um, it makes it tougher to get up in the morning. But, but the, you know, all jokes aside about bears and chafing and you know, all that stuff, it is just so rewarding on so many levels because also I think that, running i think i think it can be tough to forge an identity for yourself and Mm that we can sometimes get locked into one so it's it's mother it's doctor it's you know paramedic it's nurse practitioner whatever it is and to expand your self-definition and it's kind of thrilling in you know post-college you know postgraduate school whatever to take on a new mantle and to say 
I'm a runner. I'm a, I'm an athlete. And to um, just try that on for size and you just might be surprised where it takes you. Absolutely. That's a great point to end. I, I think that's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so can you let us know uh, where to find you? Yes. Yes. In my basement in the recording studio. No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, so you can find another mother runner in a variety of places. We are another mother Our podcast is everywhere. You can get podcasts. That's another mother runner comes out every Friday. Please subscribe. We are on Facebook, another mother runner, Twitter. We are at the mother runner, Instagram. We're at the mother runner and you know, there's no, there's no membership. There's no, to test to get in no secret handshake nothing just show up on our facebook page start listening to our podcast and you know put one foot in front of the other and and you are welcome to hang out with us socially and uh train like a mother um you didn't mention it but i think it deserves a shout out because you guys have running programs for people truly just uh, yes we do starting thank you Thank you for mentioning that, Siobhan. Yes. So we train like a mother dot club. So again, train like a mother dot C L U B. We have, yes, we have uh, walk run programs for 5k, 10k, half marathon. Um, I think we, I'm pretty sure we even have one for marathon. So, I mean, that's, so, you know, not saying anybody ever has to do a race, but it's just good, particularly the 5k program, a good um, really laid out in literally black, white, and gray on how to proceed at, as we talked about early on at a, smart, um, uh, gentle pace and, uh, program and building up to those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, those programs are great. I've used a lot of your heart rate training ones, uh, over the past few years, which have been really good. Um, and I was just going to say just one like additional comment when we were talking about what to listen to. I do think, like you said, music makes you faster. Podcasts make you slower. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's good when you're new and definitely when I was um, or when I'm running longer or want to be going slower, like that's where I used to listen to your guys' podcast is uh, while I was out running uh, and then it would just let me take it that little bit easier than if I was listening Mm -hmm. to music and just feels like you have a couple of people chatting on along beside you. (laughs) We we like to say that we are the best running friend that talks even on the uphills. So yes. (laughs) uh, our shows now oftentimes stretch past an hour so we will keep you company whether you're running folding laundry on your commute for uh, quite a long time so uh, thank you for reminding people that excellent well thank you so much for joining us today sarah i really appreciate it oh it's fun talking with you and uh, steer clear of those bears (laughs) i will do my best (laughs) all right wasn't that so much fun Uh, You can tell it was for me anyways. I'm not sure why I found chafing and the idea of being attacked by a bear on an early morning run to be quite so amusing today, but it really was and it still makes me giggle. So thank you so much to Sarah for coming on. If you want to check them out, check them out on Another Mother Runner. As I said in the interview, the Train Like a Mother programs that they offer are really good and I've done many of them. Uh, their podcast is really good if you're wanting to start running as well. So if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button so you get all the new episodes delivered to your box. And remember that if you need extra help, so if just listening to this podcast isn't getting you the results that you want, 
in your own weight loss, then that's when it's time to call in extra help. And that help is me. I can help you figure out what's getting in your way and why you're not getting those results or why you can't get yourself to do the actions that you feel you know you need to do. Uh, Coaching is something that it's intensive while we do it, but it's an investment in your long-term health in that we just will get stuff sorted so that it doesn't keep hanging over your head and you don't keep dragging this concern about your weight along with you through your life. It can be something that you feel you have dealt with and you have solutions and strategies that you know work for you and then you can move on and not spend time worrying about it which is fantastic. It's one of the most liberating things to have a confidence that you know how to manage your own weight. If that sounds good to you make sure you head on over to the website weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash work dash with dash me Uh, and check out the video I have there as well as book an introductory session which would give you a chance to talk one-on-one with me. You could also send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca if you have any questions or other thoughts. Have a great week guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast with anybody who you think might enjoy it or benefit from it. We'll talk to you later. And now for a quick disclaimer, this podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.